This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. It is June. It seems like summer is here, and summer is here to stay. Weather perfect. Going to get a little hot on Tuesday, but just briefly. So, yes, whether you have a uh, morning tea time, afternoon tea time, you should be uh, you should be fine here for the foreseeable future. And it, uh, yeah, we love to see everybody out there. Yeah, have you gotten out there yourself? Uh, no, this last week, uh, lots of family things going on. Uh, nephew had his high school graduation on Thursday. Oh, my Nephew goodness. number two. Now, this nephew was going to play. Uh, this was the one that was in with Dirt and Sprague. He's going to play football at Linfield. Nice. That's great. So, uh, so yes. You get to go see some of the games then, yeah? Yeah. So, I don't know how much he'll play as a freshman. Uh, they, need to, they need to bulk him up a little bit. Mm. What's, he, what's he going to play? He's going to play a hybrid tight end. Oh. So, he's, he's like two, 200, 205 right now. They'd like to get him to 215. Yeah. Our boy Brett Elliott, uh, one of my uh, former uh, color commentators for high school football coverage here on The Fan, is the offensive coordinator. Oh, Brett did. Uh, Brett used to do radio. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, as you know, Brett Elliott, prestigious like a Swigo alumni. That's right. Once again, proving Lakers and Pacers can get along. Proving once again, the better talent is on the good side of the lake. Uh, well, it took you a long time because there was no talent when I was going to school at Lakeridge. <laughs> like it was the it was some record like you hadn't won since Lomax was your quarterback. Yeah, well. and then there was a, a changing of the guard when old Tom Smythe left after he got his title. But yeah. we're not here to relive glory days. Well, we could, we could, but not for this hour. We have a busy hour. Lots going on in the world of golf. We're going to get some help at 840. Uh, Craig Crandall, who is the head golf professional at our Rock Creek Golf Club up there in Bethany, not far from uh, my haunts, uh, is going to hop on the line. And uh, I wanted to focus now that we're into playing a little bit, um, some different aspects of the game. And, and one of them that's so frustrating and so intimidating for just a lot of weekend warriors out there are bunker shots. Now that the weather is cooperating where you're not dealing with standing water or puddles in there and those sorts of things, uh, you know, bunkers should be in good shape. Why is it that we see uh, proficient golfers, low handicap golfers, professionals, and you hear all the time watching coverage, well, he would have been better off hitting it in the bunker when so many of us are that's the last thing in the world we want to do is hit it in a bunker, whether it's fairway bunker, greenside bunker, whatever the case. So why is it that they have so much confidence going in there, understanding what the ball is going to do so and how to practice that? What you want to do when you are practicing using different uh, degree wedges, those sorts of things. So he'll uh, help that as well as uh, talk about he's getting ready to do, and we hear these all the time, these 100 golf hole challenges. So playing 100 holes in a day, uh, which seems like a massive indulgence. Um, but how do you go about preparing that? It's going to be for a charity for the Ronald McDonald House. So we'll have him uh, discuss preparing or whether you're getting, a, you know, it's a big charity event, whether you got like a big golf weekend and you're playing 36 a day for two days. 
as as much as other people see golf as you know some sort of leisure activity, if you're out there grinding it around for that length of time, uh, there is some endurance and some preparation that that is involved. So how he goes about doing that. Uh, we'll hear from Jack Nicholas. The PGA Tour is in Dublin, Ohio this week. It is his tournament, the Memorial. Uh, not only about some of the players, but obviously Jack is uh, uh, not only legendary, as some still say he's the GOAT, having won the most majors all time at 18, um, but he's still very involved in the game at 82 years old, I believe he is. And with the tournaments that he's involved with, still very much a part of golf course design, designing and building golf courses all around the world. Um, And so his opinion still carries a lot of weight. He talks about a couple of issues, so we'll hear from that. We'll hear from some of the leaders at the Memorial. Uh, Ricky Fowler trying to finally get that victory that's eluded him after he almost uh, lost his tour card last year. He's in the mix. Roy McIlroy can't seem to win another major all of a sudden. Can't get the career Grand Slam. Decided he's going to have a swing makeover. How that's going. So lots to get to over the next hour. Next week, I want to note, I will be on the road. Will probably needs to know this too. Uh, I'm going to be live out at my home course out at Forest Hills. All right. So we're going to do a little one out there where I play golf. Marcus, who uh, who's the uh, operator there, chief superintendent running the show. He'll join me and uh, we'll see if uh, somebody else decides to hop on. But uh, yeah, so if you want to come, come out there to Cornelius. Beautiful, lovely Cornelius, Oregon. Uh, course is in great shape now that everything's dried out for the most part. They've done some uh, changes to the course over the last six, eight months that have made it uh, much more much more playable, a little bit more wide open. They continue to kind of take some of those trees out so uh, you can play the fairways as they're meant. The green's always in immaculate condition, so we're looking forward to being out there. Uh, live and uh, hopefully we might be at a few other places uh, as the summer warms up uh, over the course uh, before we sign off before Labor Day when uh, Oregon Ducks football kicks in. So lots to get to here, but without further ado, let's start as we always do by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. So four tours we are uh, keeping an eye on this weekend. We'll start with the Champions Tour as Steve Stricker uh, is looking to take over the mantle from Bernhard Longer as Mr. Champions Tour. He won the second major of the season last week at the Senior PGA in a playoff. Uh, He's looking for a third consecutive win. Uh, it would be the second time he would do that in his career. He's eight under after an eight under 64 in round one. He's got two shot lead over Rod Pampling, Jerry Kelly, Stephen Ames, a couple of the most recent winners in Pampling and Kelly. Uh, but Stricker is on a tear. Uh, 50 consecutive rounds of par or better. That is the all time record. Goes back to last season. He has shot par or better in all 30 rounds on tour this year. Uh, he is in the lead again. He's four for eight, uh, converting second round leads or first round leads into victories. Um, so he's looking for his 15th win. That would move him into 17th place all time. And he's just, he's really dominating the way that we saw Langer do for so long. Now, Bernhard is stuck. He has been looking for the record setting win. He's tied, I believe, with Hale Irwin, 46 wins on the Champions Tour. Uh, he's been stuck there. He's been dealing with a little bit of uh, physical issues, trying to get over those. But he's tied for 10th. He's four under 68. So you would love to see maybe Stricker and Langer coming down the stretch on Sunday at the Principal Charity Classic. They are out in the Wakanda Club, Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, you'll see coverage on that in the afternoons on Golf Channel this week. So uh, but yeah, record-setting season in the making. Stricker has won both majors so far, the region's tradition in this one. So we'll see if he can keep that streak going. Corn Ferry Tour is in Raleigh, North Carolina this week. They are playing the Raleigh Country Club. 7,400 yards, a par 70 track. The UNC Health Championship. United Air Force, uh, U.S. Air Force veteran Kyle Westmoreland has your lead 11 under par. Uh, he had a 
seven hundred sixty-three to start the weekend. He's maintained a one-shot lead over Jorge Fernandez Valdez from Argentina. Uh, Josh Teeter, Matt McCarty, local favorite Grayson Murray, all in the mix at nine under par. Couple of local players in the mix this week: Alistair Doherty, who made the cut, got a few more uh, points last week, trying to climb up. He is at four under, just starting his round. And then Scott Harrington uh, hasn't been able to be in some of these uh, more recent PGA Tour events, so he's trying to pick up a little cash, uh, keep his game sharp. He made the cut as well at three under. He's one over through four holes today, minus two, but tied for 42nd right now. Alistair Doherty tied for 25th. Alistair, boy, if he could make a move on a Saturday here, get himself up, it won't take much, you know, he needs a big finish, a top five finish, and he could go shooting up those points rankings uh, as he continues to make his play to get a PGA Tour card. And so I don't believe we have Golf Channel coverage uh, for them this week, so you'll uh, just have to find find them uh, on the website, the PGA Tour website. You can f- click over to the Corn Ferry to follow along, but hopefully we can see Alistair uh, shoot up the leaderboard there, have himself a finish. The LPGA is in Jersey City, New Jersey. This week, they are playing Liberty National Golf Club, the Mizuho Americas Open. Minji Lee, after losing in a playoff last week, finds herself right back up atop the leaderboard at seven under par, tied with Cheyenne Knight. Jin Young Ko, who won last week in the playoff, she's at five under two back. Lydia Ko just one back at six under. Uh, but all the buzz is over Rose Zhang. Five under par, her professional debut this coming off, winning back-to-back individual NCAA championships. Uh, she couldn't get her Stanford Cardinal uh, to, to another team title, but she uh, is the most successful amateur at Stanford. On She broke a lot of Tiger Woods records. She won the most individual tournaments with 12, breaking Tiger's record. Uh, back-to-back individual NCAA titles, part of the team title a season ago. Uh over 100 weeks consecutively ranked as the number one amateur women's player in the world. Comes right out 70-69 to get to five under. Looking very comfortable. She is tied with Brooke Henderson, Ataya Titikung, Didi Ashok. Uh, so it is a great leaderboard uh, for those of you. Yes, this is the uh, golf course that's right there on the Jersey, North Jersey Shore. Looks right across towards Manhattan. Uh the Statue of Liberty there in the distance. It looks it's a gorgeous looking golf course. Uh there's there's a ferry all they all play they all stay in mid Manhattan and there's a ferry that brings all the players and fans right across. Oh I don't know what it is. I don't know what body of water. I don't know if it's a Hudson. I don't know if it's I, I'm not familiar with all of the little uh, waterways there right around New York City, but it's gorgeous to look at on the air. So golf channel coverage picks up at two o'clock this afternoon. But it would be uh, quite something uh, to see Roseang there playing in the final groups in her first professional debut. A lot of hype. She's very delightful, very well thought out. Uh, doesn't seem like she's you know just 20 years old when you talk to her, as you would think somebody who went to Stanford uh, would be well-spoken. But a great leaderboard nonetheless. And um, there is some wondering, though, it is a Solheim Cup year. Uh, but Rose is not a full-on member of the LPGA Tour just yet. She would need to win an event to have status that would allow her then to be selected for the Solheim Cup. There are those that are pushing that maybe some rules need to be changed. Don't know what, uh, how much leeway the captain will have to, to pick her, but uh, she could certainly eliminate all that if she's able to find a victory here uh, early in her professional career. So we will keep an eye on that for you as well. And that leaves the PGA Tour. They are at Jack's Place, Muirfield Village, Dublin, Ohio. It is the Memorial. Uh, It is one of the more well-known classic tracks on the PGA Tour uh, that Jack continues to tinker with every couple of years. It was a couple of years ago, remember, uh, as they were finishing up the final round, uh, he wanted to redo all the greens. They started tearing up the course uh, in the in the front holes as the tournament was finishing on the final holes. Um, there's been some tweaks again, new tee boxes, uh, 16 and 17, I think, have gotten fresh looks. So Jack Nicholas has won 
uh, as the game evolves, as, as the distance evolves, all of those things, he wants his courses to continue to provide uh, a great test of golf, and that's why we see scores uh, eight under. Justin Suh right now is your leader, uh, the youngster. He was the number one player off the Corn Ferry Tour last year. Uh, he has seemingly put himself at the top of leaderboards throughout this season, but yet to have that breakthrough victory, boy, this would be quite an accomplishment. If your first victory on the PGA Tour comes at the Memorial, boy, you have earned it. He will earn a ton of respect. Uh, that handshake with Jack Nicholas for the winners, uh, for the leading players as they come off the 18th green on Sunday, boy, that would certainly mean something. He's got a one-shot lead over Hideki Matsuyama at 7-under. David Lipsky, another younger American, he spent a lot of time on the DP World Tour uh, building things up. He's tied with Patrick Cantlay at 6-under par. Uh, and then the fun part today on moving day is going to be this threesome. Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Ricky Fowler, all at four under par uh, with some other players. Uh, some guys are going low today. Sung J.M. is six under through 12, getting out early. Keegan Bradley, six under through 13. So scoring conditions are outstanding. If the wind is down, then Memorial, uh, the Memorial, the, the Muirfield Village does become scorable. Uh, for guys. They'll have to deal with some heat. It has been warm and muggy there in Ohio, as uh, it has been known to do. Uh, but we're going to hear from Rom and Fowler and Rory McIlroy. Boy, it'd be uh, fun to see them make a move on Sunday, put some pressure on some of those youngsters up there looking for uh, first PGA Tour victories. And then uh, Hideki Matsuyama, the leaders will tee off at 10.35 this morning. Uh, 9.45, 10-ish is when you'll see the guys at 4-under start to go off. Ricky Fowler at 9.40. Uh, Rahm is playing with Patrick Rogers at 9.55. Straka is playing with McElroy at 10.05. So uh, a great, great field, as is the case with these elevated events. Uh, boosted prize, $20 million purse. Uh, is up for grabs. So let's hear from some of the leaders and what they are going through. Different thoughts. Rom trying to uh, get in position to retake the number one overall ranking. Scotty Scheffler just made the cut on the number. He's out early, but it's just one under par. He's on the 15th hole right now. Early coverage at ESPN+. Plus. So that's uh, what we're working with today. A lot of great golf on TV. A lot of great weather for people to get out. Hopefully you've got a tee time at some point this weekend. And uh, we'll take uh, your thoughts as well. Again, Craig Crandall from Rock Creek Country Club going to join us. We're going to focus a little bit on bunker play as well as uh, some marathon golf weekends or uh, 100 holes. He's got a 100-hole charity event coming up. How to prepare for that. Maybe you've got your big golf trip weekend uh, where you're playing 36 a day for a couple of days, whatever the case may be how to prepare so you can get the most out of it and not feel dog-tired uh, by the time you get into uh, holes 50, 60, 70, that range. So stick with us here. It's a great hour. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Jason Swigard back here with you. Golf in the Northwest, 818 this morning. Uh, it's one of those weekends here in uh, late spring. Uh, all sorts of great events going on. Uh, NASCAR's out at PIR this weekend. You will hear the Pacific Office Automation 147 coming up 1 o'clock this afternoon uh, right here on the fan. Uh, the Oregon Ducks and Oregon State Beavers, baseball teams both winning their openers in uh, regional play in the NCAA tournament. Ducks will take on uh, the host Vanderbilt tonight. That'll be a 6 p.m. first pitch. That'll be on 910. Uh, and you will have uh, all the Ducks baseball over on 910. So depending on when they play tomorrow, either 1145 or 545 again, uh, those will be on 910. And then game two of the NBA Finals Sunday evening, 4 o'clock pregame, 5 o'clock tip right here on the fans. So that is uh, the weekend coming up. Uh, but a lot of golf uh, sprinkled in as well. Uh, the NCAA tournament uh, wrapping up. Tough go of it for the Oregon men. Uh, did not get out of uh, stroke play uh, down there. But congratulations to Casey Martin on a uh, another great season. Congratulations to the University of Florida men who won the team title as well. A little consolation to Rick uh, to um, Billy Horschel. Uh, who was the defending champion at Memorial, but shot an opening round 84, took himself out of contention early on. But one of the players uh, that is in contention at four under par, Ricky Fowler, and we have noted his struggles uh, in recent years. He almost lost his tour card. Had it not been for all the live golfers who who got taken out of the rankings once they were officially part of live, played in a tournament, uh, he was then allowed by his points. He crept back up and kept his card for this season. Uh, Ricky, though, has started to turn it around. He's got five top tens this year, but he's still looking for that first victory since the 2019 Waste Management Phoenix Open, but in contention once again. And he was asked post-round on Friday, what seems to be the biggest difference between where your game was at a year ago and how he is playing right now? Yeah, just much more being able to go out and play golf and get it around. Um, you know, short games better than where it was. Putting's better than where it was. Um, obviously, everything is is better than where it was. But when I have days that I'm, you know, maybe a little off with um, driving the ball or or irons, um, usually have something that that helps me make up for that. Um, where in years past, I feel like you know, putting was something I was always able to lean on or short game and. Um, that wasn't something that was able to save me for a few years. And yeah, we noticed that he used to just seem to have line and speed. It was just natural. It was effortless. And when that went away, that seemed to really be in his head uh, quite a bit. And it's amazing. Ricky Fowler's been around seemingly forever. He's only 34. He's the same age as uh, Rory McIlroy. Five wins, still looking for that elusive first major. But he's got plenty of time still in his career if he has the desire. He's got a lot of other interests. He's obviously uh, as endorsable uh, a personality there is. So if somewhere something, it kicks in some extra motivation or at some point that he doesn't want his career to go by uh, without a couple more signature victories and possibly a major. We saw that going on with Phil Mickelson. He didn't start winning majors till he was uh, late 30s, early 40s in his career. He ended up with six of them. So certainly has all the game. He is a crowd favorite. There will be nobody who receives more support out there. Um, and, and what he does for charity, the way he comports himself, always available for fans and kids and autographs and all that sort of stuff. But boy, if he can find more consistency in his game, uh, you'd love to see that. Uh, and certainly the ability, uh, if he can work himself as well into some Ryder Cup points, he's a great uh, club club room guy. And he will give all the young guys, there's going to be a new crop with the livers. We don't know how that's going to work out. And that debate is still coming. Should live guys be allowed in? Uh, Brooks Kepka after winning the major, he is... Points-wise, likely going to make it, especially if he plays well at the U.S. Open here in a few weeks that he's qualified for. 
I don't know that they'll be able to keep him out, but everybody else that doesn't automatically qualify will have to wait and see uh, if Zach Johnson and, and the Ryder Cup committee is going to allow him to possibly select uh, some livers. Uh, but hoping to see Ricky put it all together one week. It'd be great for him to do it at a tournament like this on, on a course that is a complete test of golf. As for John Rahm, he's trying to get back his number one golf ranking. Scotty Scheffler uh, grabbed it with his performances the last couple of weeks. They've gone back and forth fighting about it. Rahm in contention at four under him. As much as uh, he loves to lean on the bomb and the and the driver, when you play a Jack Nicklaus design course, you will not be able to just pull the driver on every par four or par five. You've got to pick and choose your spots. He talked about strategy to Jack Nicklaus course. There's a lot of courses like that. It's just this one allows you to play however you want to play it, right? Uh, but there are holes where, yeah, I mean, you just driver's not really an option, right? Uh, a lot of it is depending on the wind, but you take the fifth hole to par five, you're not really hitting driver there because you can't go anywhere. Um, you're not hitting driver on three. You're most likely not hitting driver on 14. Um, so there's three holes right there that if you just put it in the fairway on, let's say, even on the layup on the par five and the two short holes, you have a wedge in hand. Not the easiest wedge shots in the world. You can easily make a number, but uh, you don't need to take the risk that you might need to take in some other courses. And then, of course, you have holes like 17 and 18 where you most likely have to hit a driver and dangerous looking all over the place. It's one of the things you appreciate about this course. It's what we loved about seeing the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, where it was you had to think your way around a golf course, and Jack Nicklaus has always been huge on that. We'll hear from him a little bit later in the business of golf and, uh, and how that relates to uh, distance. They're talking about curbing the balls and bifurcating, uh, allowing local rules so you can keep golf courses relevant. I know you love it. Bifurcation always gets you a chuckle. Bifurcation was in discussion on the PGA Tour well before Neil O'Shea came and did what he did with bifurcating. Oh, sure it was. It was. Yeah. But nobody was paying attention back then. <laughs> we waited until Neil uh, came with uh, all of his drops. Uh but Rom continues, uh, and I think he appreciates it. Um, and it'll be interesting to see kind of how he goes about um, putting himself into position. And there are times uh, as he's he and Scheffler and all those guys uh, that can bomb at 330, 340 out of there, understanding when that is necessary, when it's safe to go for it, and when you need to make sure you don't put yourself in jeopardy of a big number, because with the rough, and it's not a, it it looks lush and green out there, but it's not as high as actually Jack prefers it. Jack prefers his rough to be truly penal if you can't put it in the fairway. Accuracy, and I think that's the one thing we're going to start wanting to see as as the discussion about distance with the golf ball, uh, uh, tour level equipment, clubs. Uh, these guys continue to become faster, stronger, more athletic uh, to be able to hit it that far. Golf courses running out of real estate. How do you make them, the, the risk-reward, uh, become more relevant in play? You can narrow fairways. You can lengthen rough. You can move bunkers so that the bunkers are in line with where guys are driving it. All of those things, I think, will continue to come into play and it'll be interesting how the USGA and the PGA tour and the PGA of America tend to sort that out. The other player that is of interest to everybody is Rory McIlroy. Uh, everybody, you know, kind of seeing is he finally, you know, the masters keeps coming, coming. He can't win it. He can't get that career grand slam, but it has been nine years now since he last won a major, which is a hard number for people to fathom. Um, and so he is, as Tiger did throughout his career, uh, contemplating uh, swing changes. And so he, he talked about uh, just the process going through that swing makeover. You know, I'll do the same today, just betting in the fields that I've been trying to work on. You know, I was, I was saying to Todd there in that interview, like this is a process that'll take, it'll take, my, you know, com the swings that I make on the range compared to the swings I make out there, you know, they're not, 
they're not the same. They won't they won't match up for for a while. So it's just a matter of working, you know, little by little. Um, you know, sort of trying to do it every day that um, you know the feels become more and more comfortable, so that you know over time it just sort of beds in itself. All right, so all of you hackers out there that you're trying to develop your game, take some solace. It doesn't happen overnight. You 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 have to get out there and continue to work at it. But uh, when it happens, it can happen quickly because Rory feels like he is not that far from being in the lead at this tournament. You know, I really feel like I'm one shot out of leading this golf tournament. You know, I, you know, that rolls down into the bunker. You know, hopefully able to hit on the green, make a four, and you're instead of standing here at four under, I'd be seven under, and you know, feeling really good about everything. So, again, I, I felt like I did a lot of really good things yesterday, and I did a lot of good things right. So I can't let you know that one uh, sort of unlucky break, um, you know, sort of hide the fact that everything else was was working pretty well and that goes a long way to you know guys get bad breaks too at the at the highest levels there's bad bounces and uh you just got to deal with the consequences but don't let that shake the confidence when you know you're hitting good shots you can you can feel it out there whether you're a two handicap or a 20 handicap you know when you've hit a good shot uh not just necessarily based on you know, where the ball ends up, but how it feels coming off the club. You can tell the difference between squaring it up, uh, all of those sorts of things. And so it'll be interesting to see again, how Rory fares some confidence. We mentioned some guys going really low in the early, uh, early play this morning. Uh, that's on ESPN plus. So Rom Fowler, McElroy, all four under, uh, they are within four shots of the lead starting Saturday, which is moving day. Would be fun to see those guys challenging uh, down the stretch on Sunday at Memorial. When we come back, we will hear from the tournament host, uh, the 18-time major winner, Jack Nicholas. Had some thoughts on Rory, what he's going through. Uh, Jack had some droughts, uh, not this long, but some other droughts where he kind of did not win majors for a couple of years and then uh, refocus came back. So some thoughts on Thor, uh, Thor Rory, as well as thoughts on how to rein in the distance of the golf ball uh, and how it relates to courses at tournament level being uh, playable for big-time major tournaments. That, as we make the turn, it's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.33 here this morning. We've got Craig Crandall, head golf professional at Rocky Creek Country Club, coming up in about, oh, less than 10 minutes. Uh, have him see if he can uh, help you provide a little guidance there for bunker play. Uh, now that uh, every, weather's getting in, a lot of roll 
off the fairways. Uh, maybe you're rolling into those uh, bunkers that you couldn't reach when the weather was a little more cold and damp. Uh, greenside bunkers, getting yourself out of trouble. Uh, not being so intimidated by what the bunker is. I think understanding what it is and how the shot is supposed to be played is part of it, how to practice it effectively so you can have confidence uh, out there uh, that you can take onto the course in your rounds. But uh, wanted to continue on the memorial this week, an opportunity to hear from the Golden Bear, Jack Nicholas uh, beforehand, uh, kind of his thoughts on on where the tour is at. Uh, some of the younger players that uh, he really does a good job trying to keep up with who the younger players are, um, as well as the state of the game and courses. And and he's always tinkering with his courses uh, as well as uh, the state of the game. So uh, we were talking about Rory there at the end of the last segment, uh, where his game is at. He is going through a swing makeover, uh, but it's been nine years since he last won a major uh, Jack Nicholas shared his thoughts on times when he was having droughts and uh, sometimes it was a matter of focusing on other things at times. And, and when you are of the best players in the world, sometimes you think you can uh, get away with it, but he knows there's times to refocus. But here's his thoughts on when we will see Rory McIlroy uh, hoisting another trophy at a major again. Golf is number two thing to me. My family is by far number one. And that was the first thing I wanted to do and be part of. Uh, for me to play golf was, you know, it's, golf's a game. Uh, game that I actually got, I got, I got decent at. But it was, you know, it was, it was something, though, that, that, that didn't dominate my life. Uh, and so, but I played from 67 through or 70 where I won. Oh, I mean, I won quite a few tournaments in there. I finished second in some majors, but I didn't win majors. And finally, my dad passed away in, in, in February of 2070 pretty young age of 56 and uh i sort of thought about it. i said you know my dad sort of lived through me and that's what he that's what he did that's what he he loved was going to golf and watching me win and i said i don't think i gave him a fair shake the last couple of years so i sort of focused myself to go back to work and try to work a little harder at it and i got resulted i got, ended up winning the, the british open that year and then i won you know a lot a lot of tournaments after that uh but uh <clears throat> I think it's a matter of we all go through periods and Rory may be going through that little bit of that period too he's going to so, so wake up one morning and says hey I'm what's he Rory about 33 or 4 now I think he's 34 34, 34. So wake up one morning and he says hey I better you know get on the stick here and start winning some more majors because he's certainly going to win some more I, I, I can't believe that he's not and so, yeah, we know Rory has been carrying a ton of water for the PGA Tour over the last couple of years with the whole live thing. He's been among the more outspoken uh, defenders of what the PGA Tour is doing. Uh, Jack sort of had his back uh, as well, a comment that uh, didn't come uh, in that press conference. It was uh, either before or after just a couple of uh, uh, reporters there uh, with you know, it's asked if he was disappointed. Brooks Kepka, Cam Smith, uh, a couple other guys weren't part of his field this week. Uh, and he said as as much as he appreciated what Brooks Kepka did in winning the PGA Championship, he's here's the quote. I don't really consider those guys part of the game anymore, and I don't mean that in a nasty way. Uh, to me, this is a PGA Tour event. We've got the best field we can possibly have on the PGA Tour. Those who are eligible to be here, the other guys made a choice to go where they went. We don't really talk about it. I think that's the point where the players are getting to is it's no longer personal with the players. I, I Overall, there might be you know individual ones that still have a beef here or there, but they are understanding now, okay, this other tour is going to be a thing. That's fine. And however we feel personally about is the live really up in terms of the competition to the level of the PGA Tour, we'll find out. The only way we truly have to kind of judge is when they all come together for majors as long as uh, live guys are qualifying for majors. And while Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson and Cam Smith might be winning majors. Is anybody else really going to do it? They're they're great, great, great players. Brooks Kepka kind of has that mentality we heard from Jack of the majors, I need to do more, and having that 
focus to go into it. So they might win some more, but I think you're going to see fewer and fewer players in the field. Uh, we'll see how the majors, what they decide to do. But they're going about it now as if, okay, we're going to find a way to coexist. The question will be the powers that be on all those tours, if they can stop the saber rattling. And is there going to be then some other events? We'll see what happens. Maybe it's, you know, November, December, if we see some events and in, in some individual stuff where they try to get players from both sides to play in a skins game or something like that. And if they'll be allowed to, it'll be interesting to see uh, the other thought Jack Nicholas had, he was asked about uh, the distance uh, reigning in the golf ball with the local rule that is being allowed at certain tournaments. So we can have certain courses that are playable. And he had a definite thought on where this game is going in relation to distance. They need to do something. And, and, and what they've done is I say, it's a good start. I hope they do something with the golf club to relate to it so, the, so that the golf club, uh, you know, you have to be a little more precise to play a golf shot instead of just hitting anywhere on the club head. Uh, and if, it, if you don't have, if you have, you're forced to hit it in a spot on the golf club, you're going to be a little bit more careful of how you hit the shot. So that'll, that'll also curb the, curb the distance. But, but you've got, you know, not everybody's got the ability to go buy property of the next golf course to, build, to, to add to their golf course. We don't have any place else to go for any more yardage. 99% of the clubs in the country don't have a place to go for more yardage. You know, and, uh, you know, I just, I, I, it, to me, the game of golf, if you're going to play tournament golf, you really want to test the golfer. That's what, theoretically, what the tournament's all about. And if everybody's playing a driver and a wedge every hole, it's not, they never play anymore to six or seven or five iron on a par five. That you lose the, the, the uh, you, you lose your ability to be able to test your skills, and that's what Jack has always been about. He was the very best at it uh, for a long time. Off the tee, long irons, short irons, around the greens, putting every aspect of the game, and and he would like to see the golf courses get back to that and the ability to do that with how they're set up. And it'll be interesting to see, I think, moving forward. Uh, we saw it at Oak Hill. I think you're going to see more courses having to, you know, if it's a shorter par five, they make them long par fours. You're going to see more 500, 525-yard par fours at PGA Tour play. That's the only way to do it. Will you start seeing – they haven't gone below a par 70. Well, are you going to see tournaments now start to be played at par 68s because they got to shorten everything? I don't, it, it, at the end of the day, I don't know how much difference it makes. So if, you know, is that just cosmetics because you don't want your score to be minus 22, you would rather have your winner be at minus 12. Well, there's an easy fix, but, um, it'll be interesting to see. And I know a lot of people will consult, be consulting with Jack on that and, and how courses are going, but we haven't seen the local rule yet be invoked. Uh, at a tournament with with the golf balls, it's still in the advisory sorts of stages, but I think it's something that uh, is likely to come uh, here in the next couple of years. Let's welcome in uh, when we come back Craig Crandall, who is the head golf professional out at Rock Creek Country Club up there uh, in Bethany, and uh, get some thoughts on him, how he has uh, found his way to Rock Creek. He's been all over the place. He spent time in Hong Kong. Uh, New Zealand, all all around, but now is back and the head pro out there. They've got some great junior camps coming up this summer. Uh, they run some great junior golf teams, uh, PGA uh, junior golf teams there, and uh, see if he can help you out of the bunkers a little bit. We'll come back. Craig Crandall, uh, a, a head golf professional out at Rock Creek Country Club when we return. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. <laughs> This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Jason Swigart back here, Golf in the Northwest, wrapping up another edition as we get into summer. The June weather could not be more ideal for your round, and we are very pleased to have joining us now uh, Craig Crandall. PGA head professional out at Rock Creek Country Club, just uh, up the road out in my neck of the woods. Uh, 
Most recently, a top five finish at the Pelzer Golf Northwest Open, top uh, tied for second in the professional division, tied for fourth overall. So certainly has the game. Good morning, Craig. Thanks for hopping on with us. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. Well, we, uh, we are glad to have you. Uh, you've been out at Rock Creek now for a number of years, assistant uh, pro there, and then have uh, taken over at Head Golf Professional. And, and for people, I think we hear Rock Creek all the time. Uh, a lot of people are very familiar with it, but um, uh, obviously the membership out there is very, very active, a very playable course for people. Uh, but let everybody know a little bit about the, the course and the facility. Yeah, so we have a gym here in the uh, in the northwest, out here on the west side of Portland. Um, you know, located conveniently right next to Tansborn Shopping Area. We got Intel and Nike uh, less than a couple miles away. So nice, nice location. Facilities are great. Uh, Course is in good shape. Some of the best greens around. Um, good practice areas. Uh, especially for for anyone that's trying to dial in the short game. Well, yeah, and that's now that uh, the weather has uh, gotten a lot better from uh, where we were April and May. Uh, people are, are getting out there playing a lot more, and obviously, it's uh, becoming evident. Uh, if you want to score and score well, that short game's got to be dialed in. And for us hackers out there, there's nothing more intimidating than seeing your ball uh, go land on the beach, whether it's off the tee for a fairway bunker, uh, greenside bunkers, uh, and and it's always amazing because then you watch on you watch the professionals play. Uh, or you're watching maybe the uh, the NCAA, the college uh, championship tournaments that have been on recently, and you're always hearing announcers say, well, they're better off actually in that bunker than being on the rough or, or closer to the hole. What is it about the bunker play that seems so intimidating to to your you know high handicap weekend warriors versus accomplished players who who are practicing? Yeah, so I think your average, you know, your average golfer, the higher handicapper, the first thing that they're going to do is look at that lip in front of them. And that's one of the, you know, the biggest things that that kind of gets them scared is that they think that they now have to get this ball up and over that lip. And so one of the biggest mistakes that they make is is now they're trying to swing upwards at the golf ball, trying to lift that ball up and over the lip. So, you know, something that I tell my students is that uh you know, the best way to get the ball up and out of the bunker as opposed to trying to swing upwards at it, right, because they're trying to get more loft, is to just go to a higher lofted club. You know, I see a lot of people, they're taking either their pitching wedge or sand wedge out of the bunker. Grab that 60-degree. Grab the lob wedge. That's going to make it a lot easier to get the loft. And now, you know, you definitely don't want to swing upwards at the golf ball because otherwise you're going to bounce that club off the sand, up into the ball. Now you're blading the ball straight into that lip, which is what they didn't want to do in the first place. So higher lofted club is going to definitely be your best friend. And then I think the other the other piece of the pie is uh, the concept. You know, you're working so hard when you're out there uh, on fairways and to make solid contact, uh, to have the club, you know, slide under the golf ball and make contact with the golf ball first. But in the bunkers, you know, that sand is what's going to help uh, lift the ball out more times than not. So how do you, when you're practicing, adjust to where you're wanting uh, that club face to, you know, kind of get behind the ball? Yeah, so, you know, in, in a greenside bunker, you're not going to be hitting the ball first, right? We're actually hitting the sand the ball is just moving with the sand up and out of the, up and out of the bunker. So, you know, a great drill, something to kind of focus on to really get some, some better contact in the sand. Not that we're trying to contact the ball, but just a spot in the sand that's actually behind the ball. It's about an inch or so. Um, is I use a, a drill called the line drill. Basically, you just draw a line in the sand. And if you imagine that the ball is in front of that line, all you're going to do is hover your club over that line, and you can just work your way from one end of the line to the other, where if that line is basically going between your legs, you start at one end, and all you're trying to do is actually contact on the line first and then make that divot extend forward of that line starting at the line. And now you have a reference point to be able to tell if you're actually hitting, whether it's behind the line, in front of the line, or on that line, and you can just make basically practice swings over and over again in the practice bunker, obviously not when you're out playing. But, 
that's a great way to actually just get your eyes to focus on a spot in the sand and actually hit that spot that you're focusing on. So now when you're out on the course, you're going to hover your club behind the ball over a spot on the sand, which is exactly what you're looking at when you practice. And now you're able to just contact that same spot over and over again. And then the other piece, obviously bunkers uh, generally, you know, have uh, some, you talk about lips. um, So there's going to be slopes depending on where you hit it. When you go and, and look at the lie, um, is it, is it buried? Is it sort of sitting up on top and stance with being, you know, downhill lie and uphill lie? What are all the things that you start to assess uh, when you go in there that are going to affect how you, how you make a swing? Yeah, great question. So obviously you got to observe your lie first because that's really going to determine what you can and can't do in the bunker. If that ball is sitting down at all where you have, you know, a clump of sand or a, or a lot of sand that's kind of raised up behind the ball, you're not going to be able to get that ball very high and you're definitely not going to be able to have a whole lot of spin on that golf ball. You just have to know that you're going to be going through that sand which is going to take a lot more speed and power. So you just got to get comfortable with taking a much bigger swing, maybe aim out away from the pin to a spot that's going to, you know, allow for that ball to roll out and still be able to hold the green. Um, when it comes to uneven lies, you know, you got to, you got to take what the course gives you. So if you have a downhill lie and you're still trying to get the ball up and over that, uh, that lip, you know, one of the first things that I see students try and do is open up that club face. And when it comes to the average golfer, I mean, just making solid contact on with the club face itself is pretty tough. And when you start opening the blade too much, you're taking about two and a half inches worth of width that you have to work with. And you're reducing that down to about one inch when you start opening the face too much. Sometimes you just got to keep that club face a little bit more square just match your, you know, your body with the slope itself and just count on getting, you know, decent contact, picking a spot an inch or so behind the sand and just swing a little harder, get that ball up and over the lip, allow for that run out, but trying not to get too cute with it. And so obviously most golf courses will have some practice uh, bunkers uh, facilities. You might have to look around. They might be behind the clubhouse or something like that. But uh, how often you know, if golfers are practicing somewhat regularly, how often, how much time, you know, do you want to allow to, to have a regular, you know, 10, 15 minutes worth of bunker time before you start to feel, should feel comfortable and consistent out there playing on the course? Yeah, I mean, if you're practicing the right way, you, you shouldn't need to hit more than, you know, 20 to 25 shots in a bunker to get some real quality practice in. You know, it's, it's definitely not quantity. It's quality, but consistency over time. So if you just, if you do that drill where you're doing, you know, five to 10 balls with the line drill, um, and then you do, you know, another five to 10 balls where you're just practicing hitting different shots where you're doing a few on the upslope, a few on the downslope, a few on the flat, some above your feet, below your feet, whatever it is, you know, you only need to do, you know, a very short amount of practice, but consistently over time, you know, you do that. One, whether it's once a week or twice a week, but over a period of months, you're definitely going to feel a lot more comfortable as opposed to just doing, you know, an hour or two hours straight in a bunker, but then you don't touch a bunker again for another month or two. You know, you're, you're going to be much better off just spending five to 10 minutes in a bunker but more frequently over time. Craig Crandall is our guest. He is the uh, head golf professional out at Rock Creek Country Club. Now, one of the things that you've got coming up, and and we see these um, uh, around the area, is a 100-hole marathon. Uh, Yours is going to benefit the Ronald McDonald House of Portland in the near future. Uh, We know uh, Gay Davis has done his 100 holes out at uh, Pumpkin Ridge for the CCA. Uh, over the years, but when you're getting ready uh, to do one of these uh, marathon charity things, or maybe you've got your big golf trip with your buddies coming up where you're going to play 36 a day for two or three straight days, what are some things you need to uh, make sure to take care of and prepare yourself so you're ready to play that much golf in a short period of time? 
You know, uh, fitness is definitely something that I work on quite a bit. And so just, just making sure that I keep my body, uh, you know, recovered. So whenever I, you know, whenever I do my fitness routine, do a little CrossFit, um, I just make sure that I give my body time to recover, you know. So recovery is definitely a, an absolute must. So that way I can turn around and, and be ready to go for, you know, especially a big event like this. But uh, otherwise, maybe a lot of prayer, you know, just hopefully <laughs> that I don't die while I'm out there. Um, what are the best, what snacks, what snacks do you want to have? What's like the best thing that doesn't weigh you down, but gives you, keeps the energy up and going? Well, um, you know, honestly, apples are really good. Um, otherwise for me, Ooh, Reese's pieces would definitely be my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) A little, little jolt of sugar. And then, um, and then is it just water or are you looking to do like a, like a Gatorade sort of thing or, and is caffeine a good or, or bad thing while you're out there? Um, you know, I'll definitely have some caffeine in the morning while I'm out there. Um, you know, in, especially getting towards the, uh, kind of the middle of the, uh, of the hike there. So after about holes 50 or 60, I, I won't be doing more caffeine. Um, I do like a hydration mix. So definitely a lot of electrolytes. Um, but water, water is definitely just going to be the premium there. Cause you know, at that point I'm just relying on, you know, more of the fitness of my body rather than trying to, you know, supplement with a bunch of, you know, whether it's caffeine or sugar or anything like that. So no question. Craig Crandall is our guest here, head pro out of Rock Creek country club for people that are uh, interested in, in supporting your efforts there for the Ronald McDonald house. Is there uh, somewhere they can go uh, on the web to uh, find out more about it? Yeah, absolutely. So actually, um, we're going to be sharing, we will be sharing my link to donate uh, on the Rock Creek Country Club webpage. So rockcreekcountryclub.com, as well as my uh, my Instagram. Uh, I'll be posting periodically the link to donate. Um, so Instagram handle is Crandolini. Yeah, so last name Crandall, I-N-I. Crandall with two uh, L's, C-R-A-N-D-A-L-L-I-N-I. Uh, is the handle and uh and i know you've got uh, some uh, junior camps and things coming up this summer uh for kids if they're looking to be involved you've got some great pga junior league teams out there as well so uh, for people that want to uh, find a spot if you're out in that bethany area tannisborn area um you can go to the website as well and uh, check out those opportunities craig crandall thanks so much for joining uh, us here this morning good luck with the 100 hole marathon and uh, hopefully we can catch up with you later in the summer appreciate it thank you very much there you go craig crandall our guest and uh, we are out of time here on this saturday center and saint is up next luke and uh will will take you through a very very busy weekend game one of the stanley cup tonight game two of the nba finals tomorrow night you'll hear that on the fan a uh, nascar that's coming up this afternoon one o'clock the xfinity series is here at pir ducks and beavers in the ncaa baseball tournament regionals uh, Yankees Dodgers are going on all sorts of fun stuff so it'll be a great sports weekend hope you get a round or two in we'll talk to you next Saturday from my home course I'll be out at Forest Hills uh, that'll be at 8 a.m. next Saturday until then I'm Jason hit them straight trying to make things a little less penal which five am I putting out right. to, to score? Just somebody out there with a big wooden paddle and one, two, three, four, five. Balls are careening into tough spots. <laughs> you know how easy I am. Yeah, huh? I know. Fiji's <laughs> in Europe. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.